Welcome to the Musa Stories Podcast, delivering short, compelling stories designed for children to discuss with their parents and for parents to discuss with their children. Hello, children, and welcome to Musa Stories. This is Rabbi Edelman again. Parshas Toledos. Once upon a time, there was a Yiddish family with children. The oldest boy was David Aryeh. Then came another boy, Eliyahu. And then there was Gila, Esti, Yehuda, and Moshe. Esti was the smartest one of the bunch, and she would go around correcting her friends and her siblings. If David Aryeh said, Tonight is Lag Boimer, she would say, No, you're not allowed to say that. If Eliyahu would say, Shabbos candles for this week, Parshas Kisavo, is at 7-11, everybody. Esti corrected him. No, it's Parshas Kitetze this week. If Yehuda would say, the Tuma from a dead sheep is worse than Tuma from a dead mouse. Esti would say, Nah, the Tuma of a mouse is a Sheretz, and even a small piece the size of a lentil seed has Tuma, not so by a dead sheep. Now, Esti was usually right, except for that Lag Boimer one. But her brothers and sisters and friends felt really annoyed, because Esti said these corrections with Gaiva, as if she was showing off her smarts. The worst was when Esti would say, I told you so, like the time that she had an argument with David Aryeh, about when school starts. There were a lot of nuhs back and forth until they settled it by looking up the school calendar. Esti won the argument, and she said, See, I told you so. And when she had a disagreement with Gila about how much saliva a person produces during his lifetime, Esti said, During your lifetime, you will produce enough saliva to fill two swimming pools. Gila was shocked. Really? I don't believe that. It sounds too much. It can't be. So Esti said, let's go to Dr. Steinharder next door and ask him. He's a dentist. He should know. So Esti took Gila next door. Gila asked Dr. Steinharder, Dr. Steinharder, how much saliva will a human produce in his mouth over his whole lifetime? Could it be enough to fill two swimming pools? Gila had a doubtful look on her face, shaking her head back and forth. Dr. Steinheider wanted to know, where did you get that amount from? Two swimming pools. From Esty? Yes. Actually, that sounds like a very good estimation. Enough saliva to fill two swimming pools, huh? Guess what Esti said? See, Gila, I told you so. All of this annoying type of speech from Esti disappeared when she heard a lesson from her great and famous Mora Sima Kab. It was Parsha's Tolodos, and Mora Sima was teaching about the Parsha. 
She said, Okay, class, listen about the Pasha. Yitzchak Avinu and Rivka Imenu were married with two twin boys, Esav and Yaakov. Yitzchak and Rivka had an argument. Which son will be the best? Which one should you love? Yitzchak thought, It's Esav. But Rivka loved Yaakov. Rivka knew that she was right because Hashem told her so. Hashem said, Yaakov will be the best. But Rivka wanted Yitzchak to find out for himself. Rivka held it in for 63 years. You hear that? 63 years later, Yitzchak found out that Esav was a Russia and that Esav had been tricking Yitzchak all that time. Yitzchak saw Gehenim, a hot place that Rishoyim go. Gehenim opened up underneath Esav. Yitzchak trembled with fear. How could I have been so wrong? Now Morasima continued, You children probably know how Esav was secretly planning to kill Yaakov. But it wasn't a secret to Hashem. Hashem knew what Esav was thinking, and Hashem told the secret to Rivka, their mother. Hashem said, Rivka, Esav is making plans to kill Yaakov. So now Rivka could go over to Yitzchak and tell him, You want to hear what Hashem just told me? He told me that Esav wants to kill Yaakov. I told you all along that Esav is a Russia, and now you see that I was right. Told you so. But Rivka knew that that would be Gaiva. It's Gaiva to tell someone, I told you so. Because it's like saying, You see, I am better than you because I was right and you were wrong. What did Rivka do? She thought of a plan for Yaakov to run away, to go get married. He's already 63 years old. It's high time to get married. So she goes to Yitzchak and says like this, Yitzchak, what do you think? Shouldn't Yaakov get married already? But to who? All of the girls that live around here in Canaan are horrible and wicked women. They make me sick. How about making a shidduch with one of my brother's daughters? You know Lavan, who lives way far away in Haran. Shouldn't we send Yaakov to Haran to get married? Yitzchak agreed to his wife's wise advice. Yitzchak called Yaakov over and told him, Yaakov, go to Haran and get married to one of Lavan's daughters. But Yitzchak said nothing about Yaakov needing to run away from his killer brother Esav because Yitzchak didn't know about it. Why should Rivka tell him such upsetting news? And Murasima ended by saying like this, So girls, here's the Musr. If you ever win an argument and you don't say, I told you so, you'll be a tzaddikis just like Rivka Yimeinu. That Musr struck Esti's heart like a ton of bricks. She thought, I always say I told you so, but I never knew that it was wrong to say. Esti actually felt like there was a lack of shalom bias with her brothers and sisters. And now she thought that this might help. Esti had a good idea how to improve the shalom bias, that her brothers and sisters will be more comfortable around her. She said to herself, that's it. Belineder, I'll never ever again say to someone, I told you so. And that's the end of the story. For more stories, visit our website, 
Ve yati taş taylar, taylar zi-